won't be hanging out with Travis Touchdown on the Switch until 2021. Zelda's coming in hot at the end of the year. And Scott Pilgrim is up against the world again this holiday. All that and more on this piping hot episode of the BBLB Nerdcast. Roll it! I love the awkwardness. Because <laughs> we can't hear it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BBLB Nerdcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Beller. Joined alongside, as always, and right above me is Black Kool-Aid. How are you, Johnny? How you doing? And how? what have you been playing this week, bud? I just wanted to, like, really think, because, um... <laughs> <laughs> you have to think about how you're doing and what you've been playing? <laughs> no, I was like, I had to think about what I was playing, because I, I had to remember if it was one game or multiple, but it was only one game. Um, I'm doing good. But I was playing Borderlands 3, trying to prepare for the new release that came out on Thursday. But um, yeah, just been playing that and grinding out some uh, some exotic, well, legendaries, I should say. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, awesome. And joining us as long, oh my gosh, joining us as well as always is Matt Barker. How are you doing, buddy? Hi, buddy. I'm doing all right. Yeah, have you been playing any games That's this week at all? Report. Uh, I played Among Us with with you, Ding Dongs. <laughs> um, I saw one of the streamers I follow has been doing some weird challenges in Mario Odyssey, so I yeah. was like, I could do that. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could do it. I've, I got one of them. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Just trying to <laughs> make more fun out of games i've already completed yeah i hear you well there's plenty of games coming out soon to a switch near you so i'm sure you'll have more you know time and opportunities to play games but also joining us as usual is the co-founder of this horrible garbage truck on fire kyle baron how are you buddy doing good man doing good how you been uh well i just noticed that my uh face is like super stretched on the, the stream so that's cool that's i'm having how a, you, that's how you look what are you talking about yeah i'm having like a little <laughs> mini just like panic attack at the moment i don't know like this this whole setup just turned to shit real quick it was working so fine and then out of nowhere it just was like nah <laughs> it, it, it's all good it looks it's good now yeah it looks clean it looks crisp we're here we're live we're happening we're hanging out what have you been playing <laughs> bud you doing anything fun you playing any good 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 good, good games i can't even talk I've been, playing, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh on the switch like fucking crazy i'm so jealous that you're doing that <laughs> did you buy it digitally or physically digitally oh did you really oh yeah we need to share each other's stuff because i need to play that <laughs> it's good dude I, i'm straight addicted to it i can't stop playing it <laughs> oh my gosh i'm that's that's amazing i gotta move my cursor off of there so it doesn't see common crook's name anymore and rounding out this garbage truck on fire is the one and only my big brother the guy that got me into video games himself and soon to be the co the star of babylon games jonathan beller how you doing bud what did you call it isn't it called babylon games Oh, I thought you said battle. Uh, well, hey, man, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't uh, uh, released any info on that. But, God, uh, thanks. Yeah, like, I mean, now hundreds of thousands of people are going to know well in advance. Yeah. Um, yes, there's I a there's a, little, it. <laughs> there's, there's a little thing that I'm uh, uh, working on and, and toying with, and someone uh, very awesome is helping uh, kind of get that started. And uh, very excited for that. More to come on that later. Mm -hmm. 
What have I been playing? I had a rare uh, trifecta the other day. I actually beat three games in one day. Uh, oh, now, wow. granted, it wasn't from it wasn't from, from start to finish, uh, but it just so happened that I was at the tail end of uh, two of the games, and then I threw in a third one that I yeah. beat in one sitting. But it was um, Yeast Memories of Celsida. Oh, how uh, was that? Uh, that was a ton of fun. I yeah, yeah. really liked that franchise. I had no idea like how much i would like it and now i've uh i've uh bought yeast origin uh that was <laughs> unlimited run uh i also have uh the other switch yeast game uh, and i'm really excited to jump into those games and, and continue collecting them however the old ones right now are pretty pricey yeah uh, so looking into that but uh that was one of them uh the other one was a psvr game called blood and truth which okay. was just a wild awesome ride uh <laughs> it, it was a little bit like um like gangs and spies and like london and mm-hmm. uh you're doing things like <laughs> running through a building while it's like falling apart uh the you're you're jumping out of the building and like landing in a crate like all like it's so corny to say that (laughs) the the whole immersive thing but you really felt like you were doing these things it was just a ton of fun um it was just it was really well done it's probably my favorite psvr game i've played today yeah uh and then lastly uh i was uh oh i just did a i did a run through of streets of rage and uh, beat that one okay and uh and I haven't unlocked everything in that, but that'll probably be one of the few games that I play over and over and over again and unlock everything because it's one of my favorite franchises of all time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 me in a nutshell. It's funny. In your one day of beating three games, you've now beaten more than I have in all of 2020, which is really sad. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> I start. That's my problem. I start up all these games and I don't finish because uh, currently right now I'm still playing through Fire Emblem that you lent me. And then, um, because Celtiverse just always talks about Breath of the Wild and I've never actually beat it, I finally just dived back into it, loaded up my save. I'm like 30 hours in and I haven't done anything. I was on my way. (laughs) I was at Zora's Domain trying to do that, Guardian. And I just, I couldn't get past Lionel getting all those electric arrows. So Dan was like, so why don't you just leave? So I was like, all right, I will. And I did, and I ended up running all the way to Goron City, and now I'm on that Guardian, or whatever they're called, Guardian Beast, or whatever. So, I almost raged quit, like, eight times, because I'm so bad at that game. Just, like, I'm out of weapons, I have nothing left, I have, like, sticks. And now, I'm getting ready to go into this, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to beat this, but whatever. I guess this is the greatest game of all time, let's go. (laughs) Parry attack. Perry attack. Dude, I'm so bad. I, yeah. I, I can't. And then like, if I if I play it in handheld mode, it's just a it just doesn't work. I, I can't stand that game in handheld mode. I need to play it on the big screen. But she's been wanting to watch movies lately, so I've been forced to play it in handheld mode. But whatever, I will persevere. I will make it through just to say that I beat it because I'm really excited to play one of the games that got announced today because it actually takes place a hundred years before Breath of the Wild. But we'll get to that in a little bit. As I had stated earlier, this is the BBLB Nerdcast, where we get together every Friday at twitch.tv slash Gaming at 8 p.m. Central Time to discuss everything we love and hate about nerd culture. If you like what you hear and want to support us, you can donate or sub to our Twitch page right here 
or you can sub to one of our Patreon tiers over at patreon.com slash bigboylittleboygaming. Or if you've got no bucks to spare, you can always subscribe to us over at our YouTube by searching big boy one word, little boy one word. We would really appreciate it if you went over there and started subbing. Kyle has been killing it with the edits. Every single video he puts out is better than the last. You need to go watch those videos. They're absolutely amazing. So let's just get into it, guys. First on the, on the news... Jonathan, how excited are you that Scott Pilgrim is back after years of being delisted? Now, this is from Polygon.com, and it goes on to basically just say how the game was finally announced, and it's coming out this holiday. Ubisoft says the digital title will be available holiday 2020 for Google Stadia, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. It will be a complete release that will come with DLC added to the original game, including Knives Chow and Wallace Wells as playable characters. No word on a physical release. How bummed are you? Jonathan. Uh, on the no physical part, uh, yes, kind of bummed, but it's still early. Uh, it, it's it's still early. Um, I, I think I actually think it will happen, uh, just because of the debacle of last time. I think you saw an outpouring of uh, support and uh, happiness uh, when that announcement came through. I uh, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, and the, the game was just, in my opinion, it was just really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's up there, man. When I tell you that I really like it, like I put it up there with like Big Bumpet. Like that's how much I like it. <laughs> so just to it, like show you guys how serious I am, yeah, man, it's up there with Big Bumpet as one of my favorite games ever. Oh no, Big Bumpet. So is anyone else excited for this, or any of you guys planning on getting it? And if so, what system? I'm getting it for sure. Okay. I fucking love Scott Pilgrim. I just want to make a video with you, and we just quote Scott Pilgrim the whole time. One hundred percent. You know we're going to. Um, I'm thinking uh, about getting uh, two versions really quick. Actually, I'm gonna get the Switch version because I love playing everything on my Switch. But also too, since uh, Jonathan and uh, Johnny, you or not Jonathan, sorry, Kyle and Johnny, you both have PS4s, or I'm assuming at least Kyle's getting on a PS4. Johnny, are you getting it on PS4 or Xbox? Or are you even getting it? Are you excited uh, about this? No, I, I'm excited about this because I like I, I think I said this before we started streaming. I've only had experience of playing it one time with a friend, and I had a blast. It was fun. Like mm. I, I love beat 'em up games, like just like Street Rage and, and um, it was one other uh, beat 'em up game. But like uh, those type of uh, game, no, uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Them. Like, I, I love those games so much, and this is right up my alley because I love the movie, and I love the style of the game and everything, and, yeah, I'm thinking about getting it. Um, I think it's going to be on the lanes of uh, probably possibly getting two versions. Mm-hmm. Might be the PC version and then possibly just getting the PS4 version. Okay. Um, so the person in the chat actually asked if it's going to be cross-play. The article doesn't say anything about it. Jonathan, I, you've been uh, following this a little closer than I have. Have you seen anything about crossplay mentioned on like Twitter? I did not see anything about crossplay. Okay. That would be awesome if they did, but I understand if they don't because it is just a remake and they're just like, here, take it. We're tired of you blowing us up. Actually, it's funny. I'm going to bring this up really quick too. I know, Jonathan, you saw this tweet that uh, Brian, is it Brian O'Malley? Is that his name? The creator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was on Twitter and he was like, if only, you know, retweets and likes equaled financial, like, money or something like that. Because he's like, then this would be a very wonderful day or something like that. 
Because, yeah, like, yeah. He, that poor guy, he was getting, like, retweeted and so many likes. His phone was probably so annoying. He probably had to just, like, turn off Twitter notifications. But... <laughs> Threw it out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm making it. I love you, Matt. Nope, CrossFit. <laughs> so good. I love it when you're on the ones and twos like that, buddy. You're in there always commenting and having a good time with everyone in the chat. But moving right along, I think it's safe to assume that we're all really excited for uh, Scott Pogan versus the world. Um, but something that I'm pretty excited for is... Ubisoft is bringing back one of its most legendary games with Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time Remake, a modern version of the classic action-adventure game set for release on the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC on January 21st, 2021. So, did any of you guys besides Jonathan watch the trailer for this? I didn't see the trailer, no. Okay, it doesn't really look good. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, some of, like, the... Like, the character model, like, there's a couple scenes where his face just looks awful, and there's been a lot of memes going around the internet of it, and it's actually really, really funny. But I'm really excited because I legitimately enjoy the Prince of Persia games. Earlier today, Zach and I were kind of talking back and forth in our Discord chat, talking about how, you know, we're excited because at least this is something in the Prince of Persia world. Maybe this will lead to a new release. Do any of you guys have any interest in Prince of Persia? Have you guys played these games? Are you excited for this remake? Do you want a new one? What's your topic, or not topic, but what's your thoughts on this? I played them when I was younger, like when they came out. Mm -hmm. But I never, like, finished them or anything. Is this like a a straight-up remake, or is it just like a remaster of the old game? So the article says right here, the company says that the new version of The Sands of Time is empathetically Ubisoft's first full-fledged remake, not a remaster or reboot. It's completely oh, rebuilt from the original game from the ground up. I feel like it's going to play like Assassin's Creed, because that's what it was mm -hmm. uh, originally intended supposed to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot like Assassin's Creed as well, which is kind of fun. I, I, I like the later Assassin's Creed games. I hate the first two, so I'm... I I can understand. Yeah. If you, if, you, if, you didn't, if you didn't play them when they came out, you're going to mm -hmm. hate them. Right. So going on to, uh, in the articles, this Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake is set for release on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC for $39.99 on January 21st, 2021. Excuse me. It'll also be playable on the Xbox Series X slash S and PlayStation 5 through backwards compatibility. So I, I was kind of curious. I was like, if it's coming out in 2021, why not just put it out? on Xbox One, or Xbox Series S and X, and PlayStation 5, but I guess it's going to play through backwards capability. So, good, awesome. Moving right yeah. along. This one, uh, I swear, like, these two two of the four articles we're talking about tonight are all, like, just for me and Jonathan, essentially. This is from Nintendo Life, and it's really sad to say, but No More Heroes 3 has been delayed until next year because Suda51 wants to focus on prioritizing quality. The news we were hoping we wouldn't hear has been has now officially been confirmed. No More Heroes 3 will no longer be arriving on the Nintendo Switch this year. Director Gochi Suda, is that how you pronounce his name, Jonathan? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he broke the news on Twitter in a lengthy statement, explaining how the pandemic has taken its toll on the game's development schedule. The team will now shoot for a 2020 release. This is from uh, Suda51. He says, Reading through the comments of fans on social media, we know 2020 has been a very tough period for many of you. To everyone who has been waiting for further news and release date confirmation ever since the reveal of the trailer for No More Heroes at TGA at the end of 2019, I would like to offer my sincerest apologies. All staff members at Grasshopper have been working as hard as possible and on developing the game in hopes of releasing it in 2020, but the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic have unfortunately proven to be a real body blow to our schedule, causing unforeseen delays in development. He basically just goes on to say he's extremely sorry and he's really hoping that the team can get it together and pull through for a 2021 release. Now, I love the first No More Heroes game. Like, Jonathan, 
when you, I remember when you got that on our Wii, I was straight obsessed with Travis Touchdown and the world that Suda51 created and brought over from Japan. Like, I loved it so, so much. But I remember not liking the second one. What are your thoughts and take on the um, No More Heroes franchise? The Well, I, that you hit me with a bigger question than I was anticipating. That's what I love to do. Um, Keep you on your feet. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a whole lot to unpack uh, from that franchise that I could probably go on and on and on. A shorter, quicker summary uh, is I actually really enjoy... Specifically from Suda, I enjoy his uh, takes on and, and analogies to culture through his video games mm-hmm. um, and how he implements his uh, bosses. Because every one of his bosses are completely unique. Um, and you, um, you don't really see that in a lot of games, or bosses can kind of be letdowns. Um, like, uh, I don't know, what, what is it? Gears 1 or Gears 2 where you just like hold the laser on this like giant beast. <laughs> I can't remember which one it is, but that was one, a complete I just, letdown. One, I just played that not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was a complete letdown to me, but like playing Suda's games, every one of those boss fights are, in my opinion, memorable uh, and unique. Uh, but uh, you do see a bit of a difference from No More Heroes 1 to No More Heroes 2. Yeah. No More Heroes 1, he's kind of like a like just a nerdy loser Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of just who he is who he is almost sort of throughout whereas in the second one he becomes more of uh a legend um he becomes more of his whole personality kind of changes but i mean you you could argue that uh while it might not be growth it's character uh, development in a way um, but like I said I, I don't have my thoughts organized on that and uh, <laughs> had I known you were going to ask me that I would have gotten them in order because uh, then I could have gone back and then cited specific spe- specific things um, but I'll even go so far as to say I actually like uh, Travis Strikes Again which was not critically acclaimed yeah. which a lot of people did not like um, but you know I even like that uh, because there are aspects and pieces to games that I can find to enjoy. Um, you, you know, a lot of people like to pick on it because they don't really care for the gameplay in that game, but I, you know, I can point to Uncharted, which in my opinion has a terrible gunplay mechanic. In the oh, first it's horrible. Game. You want to <laughs> know what drove me to, to finish it? A different part of the game, which was its story. Right. There are things you can find in games to enjoy. Now, does that mean they are deserve to not be criticized? No, but I, I don't like to necessarily harp um i like to find the things from a game that i like and then highlight them oh yeah Um, and that's how i that's how i go about it so that's no more heroes (laughs) um (laughs) the delay uh man look a a rushed game could be bad forever but um a delayed game is eventually good you know who i stole that from who Miyamoto. Really? Yeah. God hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's how I, that's how I feel about it. Um, right on. It, 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 it's fine. It is what it is. COVID is COVID, and we'll get the game eventually, and I'm sure I will enjoy it. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel honestly the exact same way that you do. I'm I'm just like, that's fine. Take your time. Just put it out when you can. Um, I'm going to play it regardless. I don't, I'm in no hurry. I'm in no rush. Um, Travis uh, Strikes Again was on the Switch, correct? Travis, yes. Okay, I haven't played that one. I need to. Get, I, I need. I should probably check that one out too. I heard that it was like radically different. Is that is that correct? It's very different. So, No More Heroes one and two, you know, sort of over the shoulder uh, third person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis strikes again. Is he? He gets goofy. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's really weird. Uh, but I, I just really like that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the way they tell the story is all in like. A retro sort of style i forget what it's called it's uh basically like the screen is like all black and everything else is like all the effects are done in green mm-hmm. and the you know the little story like you read the entire story there's there's really no voice acting in it um but if you don't play that game you're gonna go into three and see these weird things that are kind of happening if, but if you didn't play strikes again you're not gonna quite know what's going on Right. Um, this time around, he's going to be fighting what appears to be super villains, um, <laughs> but they're calling themselves heroes. Yeah. Hence, no more heroes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys haven't, I highly recommend you check out the trailer, the extended trailer for No More Heroes Three. It's it's so wild and out there, and I. I, he, I've got a little mini collection of Suda games. I've probably, like, I've got Shadows of the Damned. I got Lollipop Chainsaw, which you guys know I played yeah. uh, recently. I got um, uh, uh, The Silver Case. I have the No More Heroes games. I I, I, I really love Suda. I, I think he's an awesome, uh, awesome dude uh, in and out of the video game world. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, Pull out that old Stamparoo and uh, hit it with the uh, patented lo- uh, Beller. Yeah. Uh, I gotta send you that. We should have put it in there. I know. That's, that's a good thinking. I could have had it up on the stream ready to go. I, I, I blame Andrew for that question because that that's, that was that was all. Whew, there's a whole listen, mouthful of, of an explanation there. Listen, it's my job as the host to keep my guests as slash co-hosts on their feet. You gotta know I'm gonna hit you with something at one point. But we're all sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Wow. All right. My throat's dry now. Wow. That was good. Thank you for that. So, moving on. Moving on. (laughs) This one was sent to us by our good friend Black Kool-Aid himself, Johnny. It's from Bloody Disgusting, and it goes on to say... That an unreleased Left 4 Dead successor was leaked. Players would battle aliens. So in it's gonna be it would have been indestructible environments. Turtle Rock Studios has teased a bit of their Left 4 Dead successor back for blood already. But did you know that the devs had another project in the works that was sadly canned before moving on to Back for Blood? YouTube channel Unforgotten Games just released a video detailing the canceled game known as Invaders or Invader. According to the video, between 2015 and 2016, some members of Turtle Rock Studios had been busy on the pitch, which was a, supposed to be for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. The game was linked to Left 4 Dead, but was set in the UK, and instead of zombies, you fought giant aliens. The studio had apparently been hiring for the game, which was presumably in full production by 2016. The project had concepts already drawn up with a basic PvE campaign and narrative. 
Each character had a unique set of abilities, including access to futuristic technology that gave them appropriately futuristic weapons. Each character would, would also have specific roles such as medic or a heavy. The game would apparently also make use of procedural destructive environments similar to what you found in the Red Faction series. There, of course, would have also been a variety of aliens of both scale and in function, including an alien that would have been created out of trash. Sadly, like many other projects, this one was never this one was never even announced and probably didn't make it past the initial hurdles of approval. Still, it makes you hope for Back for Blood will utilize some of the concepts they came up with for this one. Back for Blood is currently in development for PC, current gen, and next gen consoles. This game honestly sounds like it would have been so much fun. Like, imagine fighting a monster, like an alien that was created out of trash. Like, that's so and dumb. There's anything left for dead, like, you know, like those games. Like, those games are amazing. You can play those games all day and not get Yeah, play. they're so yeah. much fun. I couldn't imagine rolling around a city, destroying it, and fighting giant aliens. Why not just make Left 4 Dead 3? I feel like everybody it's in the world wants it. <laughs> because, dude, Turtle Rock Studios doesn't want to do it. They want to work on Back 4 Blood, which is basically Left 4 Dead 3. Just, right, Johnny? Do you have any information on this in this, on this game? Um, other than that article, I don't really have any, anything else because this, the, everybody behind the studio has been silent. That's it. They haven't really been said anything. The only thing I've been heard about Left 4 Dead-esque is this new thing they're actually uh, talking about for a prior DLC that's supposed to have an update uh, coming up really soon. Other than that, nothing. Yeah, that's really, really odd. It's like they have Left 4 Dead 3 they're never going to make, and then they have Half-Life 3 they're never going to make, and then there's Portal 3 they're never going to make. It's like they don't want to do trilogies over there. Uh, yeah, because the thing is, they do have a Half-Life sequel. Yeah, but the it's, VR. It's, um... Alex? It's, yeah, but it's not considered... I wouldn't consider it three, but it's just more or less like a... I guess, to shut people up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, continuation, because one person that died in Half-Life 2 is back for some odd fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, do any... Do a lot... I'm, I'm assuming a lot of us have, you know, good memories and... You know, I played a lot of Left 4 Dead. Is that safe to assume? No. Mm -hmm. I spent probably like a good three years just binging the game. <laughs> bad memories. Bad memories? Bad memories? They left me. I watched the chopper leave without me. <laughs> oh. that, that would always be the best, especially like in the first one when you're on the top of that roof and like a tank would t like hit you off the side last second. You're under the. It'd be the best. Yeah. Like, it'd be, it'd be stress you out, but it'd be so fucking funny. Yeah. Bro. It's been so. It's like I think it was like one time when I actually got my first chance to experience Left 4 Dead, and we got to that boat, and I was like, "Everybody's, everybody's in, everybody's in." It's like, it's like Johnny, you didn't make it. No, Johnny, no. <laughs> that sounds so reminiscent to all of our Fall Guys gameplays. <laughs> Johnny, oh, yeah. where's Johnny? Why isn't he here? Johnny never makes it. Johnny's in the bag just breaking shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Left 4 Dead's on uh, Steam, right? Obviously, because yeah. they're Valve. We yeah. should... How Do you think... It's probably pretty cheap. We should get it, and we should do some Left 4 Dead gameplays. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I, you I, know, I have, I'm down. Left 4 Dead 2 already. Yeah, like, maybe, like, one of these days, like, uh, we'll just record off-stream or something like that and just record some gameplay. I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right, well... <laughs> No, I'm going to leave you. Don't worry. You left me all the time as a kid, so you're getting left behind all the time. <laughs> Just like Dad. <laughs> so, that's the news. That's the news. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad I got that all set up. So, moving on to the topic of the show. <laughs> so, I have an article pulled up. The Xbox Series X launches on November 10th. 
for $499. Pre-orders start on September 22nd. So, we finally got to hear everything that Xbox is coming out with. The Series S for $299, the Series X for $499, both launching November 10th, the Series S not having a disc tray, the Series X obviously having one, the Series X being the more powerful console, but not by much, and the Series S being just a much more affordable entry point into, you know, gaming. And my question for you guys is... What do you think Sony is doing right now? What is their strategy in all this? Because they've been awfully quiet. Now, I don't exactly know when their conference is going to be. It may have already happened. I just didn't notice it. But they were going to have a big conference. But they were going to focus on their new VR headset. Do you think maybe now they're going to focus on you know, maybe giving us the release date for the PlayStation 5? Maybe the prices for their two models? Like, What's going on in the PlayStation camp? I'm really they're probably, interested. They're probably thinking on one or two things. They're probably just, oh god, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Or, <laughs> or it's either watch us undercut, or it's watch us undercut these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> now, before before we all give our opinions on what we think PlayStation's going to do, I want to throw this at you guys. In this article that The Verge put out, where they give us all this information, something that I completely just I read it and it just didn't click until. Celtiverse, who says he also misses Left 4 Dead. Dan, we could all play. Just saying. Uh, he was like, did you not read that part? So, to basically sum it up, the Xbox Series X will be available through Xbox All Access for $34.99 per month, including Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Microsoft is rapidly expanding its Xbox All Access program in time for the holiday season and even bundling EA Play in the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and Xbox All Access. EA Play includes more than 60 of EA's titles, including games like FIFA 20 and Titanfall 2. So basically, you can lease the new Xbox Series X and pay for it monthly instead of just outright buying it for $4.99. And it goes across 24 months. And it includes Xbox Live. And it includes Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And it includes Xbox Game Pass uh, EA Play. For just $34.99. That is insane to me. That is literally the best deal in gaming right now because some people don't just can't afford to just drop 500 bucks and then also pay for Xbox Live and everything like that. I still just can't believe they're doing this. Like, did they just win the console war? <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what PlayStation's still going to do. We have no idea. Jonathan's shaking his head. No. Now, I did see that you were sharing some articles. I, I think I saw it this morning. You you shared an article on Twitter, or retweeted it, I'm sorry, that said that the uh, having the two different consoles at two different price points is a bad business plan, or possibly is a bad business plan. Can you kind of uh, explain a little bit more about what that article had to say, if you can remember anyway? Uh, uh man. I, I'm gonna be kind of long-winded. Why don't Why don't we defer to a couple of other people? <laughs> I did Matt. We'll come back. I mean, I definitely have a lot to say. Did, did you want to say something, Matt? I saw your hand go up. I did have a, a small, probably dumb comment, but no, like, there's no dumb comments here. BBLB. Look at us. That's true. <laughs> um, after after seeing what Sony announced with. Or like what they did give away for the the PS5, and at the time, Xbox was behind because they hadn't said much. 
And then when Xbox came out with their stuff, and now they're announcing this shit and the prices, do you think this is the Xbox people? Like, this is their, oh, fuck, we need to try to get ahead of them now panic button kind of thing? Because they have a feeling that Sony's gonna come in real hot and heavy, fully loaded? Like, just just a question, because I don't... Is the question you... uh, is do you think Sony's going to come measure? in hotter with something? Yeah, do you think Xbox is preparing themselves for what PlayStation's going to come through with later? Uh, Xbox desperately wants to win this generation um, because they were absolutely creamed uh, last console. So they're doing everything within their power uh, to try to get ahead in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And they've got a pretty good selling point with what they've done uh, but like I said I, I've got more to go into that but yeah no to answer your question in my opinion is yeah they're, I, I think it's a reactionary measure to try and uh, come up with a better value than what the PS5 will offer Yeah, that's absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely what they're trying to do yeah it feels like, like a preemptive strike instead of being reactive later they're trying to like lay all this shit out real hard and like make it make it harder for sony to come in later but i don't know a lot of it just feels like they a little bit scared (laughs) now you fucked up you have fucked up now (laughs) hold on celtiverse i i it's in my back pocket buddy yeah before you guys get into that i just wanted to say i mean once they announced that Halo Infinite was probably just going to be exclusive to the Xbox Series S slash X, I was like, well, it's only 300 bucks. I'm just going to get it. Like, so I've already been incentivized to get the console, but I still think it's a really cool way, you know, for people to get introduced to the Xbox by offering it for, like, when you buy a phone, you know, they're essentially making it like how you could buy a phone these days. You lease your phone and you have your monthly payment, you know, if, like, they can swing oh, well, I don't have $500 for little Jimmy right now, but I maybe I can swing like 35 bucks a month. And I do get Xbox Game Pass. I do get Xbox Live. And I do get EA Play. Like So not only are you getting your console, but you're also getting hundreds of games at your disposal for only 35 bucks a month for two years. And you yeah. can obviously pay that off even quicker, I'm assuming. You probably aren't locked yeah, in for the $34.99. So that's pretty great. But before you get into that, Johnny, you're being awfully quiet. As our resident... Microsoft fanboy, you play mostly on PC slash Xbox. What are your thoughts and opinions on all this, buddy? Uh, so, the whole thing about the $35 a month thing, I was kind of confused the way they worded it, so I didn't know what that entailed. I was assuming that it was just going to be another version of uh, Game Pass, but as soon as you said it like that, I was like, that's a possibility that might put me in the terms of wanting to get this. But at the same time, like, I still stand by what I said. It's just, like, even though you're going to have all of these games here and everything else, I don't want to play anything old. I wow. Want to play <laughs> and the thing is, still, the Xbox Series X doesn't really have a selling point of any new games. It, Halo Infinite wasn't. It was going to be an Xbox Series X seller. Now it's postponed until next year. Yeah. Um, you're actually really wanting to have the deal of using Game Pass and buying, well, not buying, but downloading and playing older games. 
then fine. That's perfectly fine for you. But it's a new console, which means new games, in which Series X doesn't have new games, especially at launch. That's so, very true. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, at, at this point, still with that, I'm still getting the PS5, regardless. Gotcha. Kyle, any last thoughts before Jonathan blows us all away? Getting the PS5. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I have no reason to buy an Xbox. There's literally nothing that I want to play on it. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Halo fan or anything. And the yeah. exclusives that are coming out on PS5 already have me sold. Yeah. No, I feel I feel you. Literally, if, I, like I said a couple podcasts ago when we found out that, you know, Infinite was supposed to be coming out on the Xbox One, I wasn't planning on getting an Xbox Series, you know, either S or X, but because I am a diehard, I mean, I'm not going to get it right away. I'm going to wait for Halo because you know there's going to be like a Halo Infinite Xbox Series S bundle, you know, like you get the digital download code with the Series S or something like that. And he's got a slinky. I'm distracted. My brain's dead. I'm a cat. I want to attack it. But I mean, because I am a lifelong Halo fanboy, I'm going to get it. Uh, Something first says Xbox on release is more so for the Madden COD players. That's true. That is true. So then I guess it's a good thing they got that EA Play. Exactly. Because they'll, they'll have plenty to play with that. All right. They should make a mashup where it's Call of Duty and Madden. <laughs> you shoot football players. Though. Call of Madden. Wait a second. You might be on to something. Why are you a game dev, dude? No. <laughs> no, Johnny. No. Touchdown of Dewey. It will melt too many minds and just be like, just people just having brain aneurysm. Like, <laughs> you play as Mike Ditka and you kill everybody. You kill all the teams yeah. with weapons. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to get an Xbox then. Play <laughs> <laughs> that game. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Big brother, let's hear it. <laughs> um, see, so you asked the question, did Xbox just win? Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about a couple things, okay? So let's let's jump into what Celtiverse said. Uh, did you guys see the one terabyte SSD? And how much it was going to cost? I no. didn't know about it until Celtiverse posted it in the chat, actually. Yes. So that uh, two ninety nine console, if uh, you're going, and let's just be honest, you're going to need the one terabyte. How much does it cost now? It looks like Celtiverse said it's two hundred and twenty bucks. Two hundred twenty plus two ninety nine. Yeah. You might as well just we buy looking? the Xbox Series X. You. Yes, so I would wager if you're going to do the all access thing, I I would I would go with the Series X. Um, now with everything that it comes with, yeah, I, look, I I am huge uh, supporter of Game Pass. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, it is a hell of a value in my opinion. Um, but with that being said, subscription model based is that really the best way to go right now? Because I would say people are starting to get subscription fatigue. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Because yeah. now it's my HBO. It's uh, my YouTube TV. 
it's my Netflix, it's my, uh, gosh, I don't know, my whatever streaming music service I have. There's another 10 bucks, uh, you know, on top of my many other services, Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, unless you get the package. I mean, it's just, there's just so much um, that I'm not entirely sure how successful it'll be. Plus, I don't think it's a brand new thing. I think they've had uh, that's that that phone model before, um, where you can, uh, you know, kind of pay a monthly fee to, to and slowly pay it off that way. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sold on that. Now, I, I would, if you're in a situation where uh, you don't have a ton of subscriptions. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good deal. I don't think it means they automatically win, especially with that SSD. Um, it, and the other thing, too, now, is that the Series S will not have the same um, upgrades to games that the Series X is going to provide. Right. So it, where really is the benefit in getting the Series S? I. At the end of the day, is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Little Johnny Smith going to know all that? Probably not. You're still going to see a bunch of those sold. Um, but I think you're going to see a majority of gamers still go the way of uh, the PS5. I think they're probably going to match the price point of the Series X for their... Uh, um, I don't know. I was going to say they're all digital. I still think their disc might be more expensive, but... Probably not. They'll they'll probably do the disc drive at four ninety nine, and then maybe do the other one at three ninety nine, still being more expensive. I don't right. know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna get that crazy. Um, but no, I I don't think I I don't think that uh, the Series X is going to beat out um, the PS five. I just I don't. I do, however, think that the streaming wars are already over. Um, I've said that several times. Microsoft, yeah. I think, has already got it in the bag. It, that's that race has already been had and over. Like, oh yeah. I mean, it, 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 like the, uh, how Sony gets out of that or gets ahead in that, I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. Now, so, oh, Johnny, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. Um, I actually had this thought too, and that um, I heard a discussion about it um, on the video I was watching a couple days ago. So you have to rethink about from a parent's point of view. When you're actually going to buy your your son or your daughter a, a new system, which one is more appealing to, to actually ask about? Because some parents aren't going to understand, hey, there's two Xboxes here, an Xbox Series S and an Xbox Series X. But this one is $300, this one's $500, and like more appealing off the tongue and the the actually explain it it's hard because you have two different systems that have two graphically different um, capabilities and a different price point and yeah. difficult to talk and then so most most parents try to buy their kids love so they're going to get them the most expensive one that's not even like a, that's kind of a joke but like it's also a real fact yeah that's very true <laughs> yeah and plus the fact that um retailers It'd be easier for them, like, hey, just buy the PS5 instead of, hey, do you have the choice to have a uh, buy Xbox Series S or Xbox Series X? And one's this, one's not. But instead of doing all that 
DS, it's like, oh, just get a PS5. You either get digital or the disc version. They're the same thing, different price, but it's easier off the tongue. I, I think I. Sorry. You're fine. That's that was it. I, I think I think Johnny is 100% correct. I mean, there is that. Just think about that. <laughs> Mr. GameStop is going to be talking uh, to little Johnny's, uh, you know, mom or dad who's not been into gaming in so long. Slowly ex- trying to explain all of these little things, and well, if you do this, this is what happens, and if you do that, this is this is what you get, and if you do this, this is what you get. But then when they go to the PS5, it's just gonna be like, yeah, this it just yeah, this this is the PS5 that plays <laughs> yeah. all the games. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I, I mean, uh, but at the same time, um, uh, at, at the risk of sounding like a Nintendo fanboy, uh, don't count out Nintendo this this uh, this no. winter either, because um, <laughs> they're those parents are gonna be walking by and go, oh. Oh, all these all these new Mario things, and what's this Mario Kart like uh, AR? Like I can play this on the thing. Like what is this? Like yeah, just uh, the power of Mario, man. Uh, I think I think Mario will still moves some titles, uh, and I don't. I'm sorry that I'm about to do this to you, but uh, uh, the whole freaking Mario 3D All Stars. I'm going on a tangent. It's happening, people. I'm going. Well, I'm before sorry. you do that, I have to clarify. Okay. Okay. Earlier when I oh asked... wait no I had something else too I had something else too so go ahead and then I want to get back to the ah, tweet you're ah. asking about the tweet you're asking about the tweet uh, that I that uh, the about why it might be a yes the, well yes so sorry you go and then I'll talk about that but then I if you guys don't mind yeah, I really no, want to get into it's 3D fine All-Star. I love it I want to hear it no because you weren't here last week so I need to hear your opinions on it no what I wanted to say was I don't think Xbox One the console war i was just that was just a broad question just so you know i i i honestly think playstation is going to come in first xbox obviously second but nintendo is going to be in a close you know they're going to be really close even without putting on a new console this year that's all i wanted to say i'm sorry if i made it sound like i was you know like oh xbox is going to win type of thing i just wanted to clarify that i don't think xbox is going to win i because of like what you said and like what johnny said even like Trying to explain to a parent, yeah, there's a Series S, there's a Series X, or there's a PlayStation 5. Like, the parents are going, I want the easy one, the PS5. And then, like you said, I had this conversation with Celtiverse. He disagrees. Mario is going to sell consoles 100%. You're going to see an upspike in Switch console sales this holiday season with the release of Super Mario, you know, 35-year anniversary All-Stars or whatever it's called. You're just going to see those consoles move. And the Switch is just going to move regardless because it is one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Like, it just moves. It's always moving. But that's all I had to say. Um, Johnny, real quick, go ahead. I got. Oh, shit, we got two. All right, Johnny first, then Matt, and then we'll end it with uh, Big, Big Beller's uh, long-winded explanation. Um, the only thing I was going to say is, like, I really hope the fact that the Switch actually sells because... Um, the Switch hasn't really been in stock for yeah. a while. And I just now started seeing maybe two or three at a, a local Walmart. But I just really hope if they're going to do this, put those damn Switches in the stores. I want to buy it's one. Coming. I want to buy coming. one really bad. They, they <laughs> announced, coming. Jonathan, you you probably know the exact number, or maybe not off head, but didn't they just 30 say million. 30 million? Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> they just announced that they ramped up production by 30 million. So, all right, Matt. Hit me with it. 
That's that's what I was gonna say is that the the switch has been so hard to get for so long now, and then the announce of how many they're gonna put out there in production and stuff. Plus, you have now basically our generation that are parents and have kids of age to play these games. Yeah. You're you're almost there, little Bella. You'll get there. Um, uh, but yeah, I you know I was thinking about the whole, like oh parents don't understand the video games and things and farts and bullshit and whatever. But like <laughs> I think about like like people like like my parents. Like my dad is one of those dudes who would like go to fucking town researching something. So like if my brother and I when when. The 360 came out. That was something that my brother and I wanted. And he made us fucking work for it. We had to put a new roof on the house and siding and a whole bunch of shit for the three months of the summer, right? And that was our reward as he got one of those. But he did his research. He made sure that it was, you know, the one that had the maxed out storage and all the, you know, the capabilities and all that kind of stuff. Like, he, he really looked into it. So then I look at, you know, people like us who are more aware because we are dealing with these more modernized consoles that require an ssd and um you know that have the um online gaming and everything there's there's definitely an entire new market of parents out there that are going to do their research and will see the difference between the s the x the ps5 the switch Mm -hmm. you know i think the switch is going to definitely sell because a lot of us are gonna be like holy shit i haven't played mario 64 since I played it on the 64. Yeah. You know, like, that's going to be a big selling point. I don't know. I, I think it's it's not like a neck-to-neck-to-neck-to-neck-to-neck race. But, I, you know, I think there's definitely going to be a giant move of consoles by the end of the year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, I saw, Jonathan, you actually just responded to Wolfstalker25 in the chat. But he goes on to say, Nintendo, I believe, also has a rumored new Switch model next year, too. Nothing official yet, though. Yeah, we've been hearing these rumors for the last couple of months, and they've been awfully quiet on their front. And then, Jonathan, like I said, you weren't here last week, which really bummed me out, because that was a conversation I wanted to have with you was the Super Mario 3D Anniversary All-Stars. Why do you think, I know this is going a little over uh, our time, and we're kind of off topic, but still in the general vein of everything, why do you think a lot of those are only coming out for a limited run till March 31st of 2021? Why do you think that is? Um, well, as much as I would like to believe that Nintendo doesn't create an artificial shortage, <laughs> because... So, like, it kind of goes back to the Amiibos, right? People are like, oh, you know, they're purposely, oh, you know, shorting them. But the other thing, too, is if you price them at what they're worth, I mean, they could they could have easily slowed things down, right? They mm -hmm. could have put a bigger price tag on them, and they wouldn't have so uh, sold as crazy as they did. Yeah. Um, but they didn't do that. Uh, so you could argue, you know, good on them for that. But... The limited time would be one thing, right? But the fact that they're going to do limited availability digitally as well, it's kind of hard to defend them on that one. I yeah. mean, as much as I, you know, I like to think of myself as not a Nintendo fanboy. Um, I used to be. I don't really think I am anymore. And I think you need to criticize them where it's fair to be criticized. 
Um, and I think it's a it's not a pro-consumer move, and it's a bad luck for Nintendo. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I was very confused. I don't know if it had something to do with their rumored new Switch, maybe. No, I so here, all right. So what's what's the next virtual? Well, it's not a virtual console. They call it um their little um what's it called on the Switch for their online service. They have like I, a NES online, the Super NES online. Yeah, I couldn't um, tell you what it's called. I can't remember off the top of my head. But you're you're assuming that it's what the sixty four. Yeah. So right. So this. And the big launch of that particular app on the the Switch Store will be Mario sixty four. So how how will you get your hands on it if you didn't get it the first go around when the three D collection, the Nintendo subscription service? Gotcha. Um, that's and, and uh, I I'm, I didn't come up with that myself. I actually got that from uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Spawnwave. I love Spawnwave. I think he's I think he's a hundred percent dead on with that yeah um so that that's that's uh, that's my thought on it right now right but what were you gonna say <laughs> lastly about oh yeah oh yeah so <laughs> so here's the thing right like cool that we have all these uh models and whatnot that are that are coming out but a lot of these developers right now are being asked to uh design games with four to five different consoles in mind right yeah people are designing games that have to be able to run on xbox one ps4 ps5 uh series x series s you've got five like dude that is not pro developer right now like i mean it is it pro consumer with the free upgrades and whatnot like, yeah it is and that's really cool and i'm really glad they're doing that but i feel bad for the developers right now they got to be pulling their hair out trying to figure out how the hell they're going to optimize these games for all you know all these, these different versions of these consoles so, I mean, in a way, I, I feel for those guys. Um, but uh, uh, that doesn't mean I'm not going to take my free upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so that's what, that, that's what that was about. That's what I was uh, tweeting about earlier. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, obviously, anything new in the video game world is always great for us. I mean, we're all you know pretty big into video games. So I'm just really looking forward to seeing what PlayStation has to announce. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what Nintendo's going to do next year for you know, The Legend of Zelda 35-year anniversary. Do you guys think... I'll end it on this. Do you guys think we're going to see some sort of a bundle collection with Legend of Zelda titles? Maybe do, like... Me and Celtic first were kind of talking about this the other day. I was thinking maybe, like, Wind Waker, um, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword. Because those three were... Uh, Skyward... Uh, Skyward uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess were already on Wii U. They already had Wii U re-releases. So you can very easily port those to the Switch and then just... Wind Waker or Skyward Sword was already kind of in HD or whatever, so they could just kind of you know bump that up, and that could be a bundle for the 35 year anniversary of Zelda, and also later in the year release Breath of the Wild too. It could be a whole entire year for Zelda. Do you think they would do? Do you think they'd add Skyward Sword, or I almost think they would do that as a standalone. You think so? I, I think so. I, I could be wrong though. I, I mean. I mean, look what they did with. I mean, my only my only um, evidence or, or argument I could make is look at the the Mario 3D All Stars. Mm -hmm. Why didn't they use Galaxy Two, which is better than Galaxy One? <laughs> Probably because they're going to make Galaxy Two its own standalone. Yeah. Remaster, remake, whatever. All right. So how about Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess? 
I think you'll see that. But Ocarina of Time would be on the Virtual Console for the Nintendo 64. Could be. So, Maybe I don't not. know. It's interesting stuff. And then Matt, or not Matt, I'm sorry. And my parents' 30th anniversary, what are they going to release for that? <laughs> Matt, I love you. But David, uh, Wolfstalker25 in the chat goes on to say that the 25th anniversary of Pokemon is next year as well. Big stuff, man. Metroid. 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 We still don't no know Metroid Prime 4. About Metroid. Poor Metroid. Another kid. I just saw your comment, Kyle. I love it. I love it so much. But yeah, there's no love for Metroid. Um, but I'm really excited to see what Nintendo has in store for us next year. And I'm excited to see what the PlayStation has in store for us next year, too. But that is, unfortunately, all the time we have for tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the BBLB Nerdcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you liked what you heard and want to support, please, like I said earlier, go over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bigboylittleboy and sub to any one of the three tiers for special perks. Or you can sub slash donate over here, right here at twitch.tv slash bigboylittleboygaming. If you've got no bucks to spare, you can find us on Spotify and other podcast services by searching Big Boy Little Boy and also our YouTube channel by searching Big Boy One Word, Little Boy One Word. Until next time, we love you! <laughs>